It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Tell me, how are the markets reacting to the unexpectedly large rate hike from the Bank of Canada? Yeah, I mean, we've got the Bank of Canada coming with that jumbo rate hike of 1% today. Um, you know, and we've got U.S. inflation numbers too. So we're, we're no shortage of news today, Simi. And what I would say with the Bank of Canada hiking rates, uh, you know, the question is, is also where do they go from here? Um, you know, what they're seeing is, uh, they're expecting uh, global growth to slow as well. They announced uh, from three and a half percent to kind of one and three quarters in 2023. So again, signaling, you know, where are we, you know, what's going to happen with all these rate increases in terms of not just here in, in Canada, but globally. And they expect to see inflation remain high and persistent again, higher than they had expected. And, and this is kind of catch up for all the central banks, the markets in general in, in North America right now. So if you look at the S&P 500, the Dow, TSX, NASDAQ. I mean, uh, they've been very volatile this morning, uh, but not nearly the decline that we saw uh, a month ago uh, during the last kind of inflation surprise out of the U.S., um, you know, we're looking at maybe they're down around half a percentage point, uh, some a little less, some a little more. And again, this is coming off of the hotter than expected June inflation report from the U.S., which we'll get into as well. Okay, yeah, let's do that. I think it was something like 9%, the U.S. June inflation report. That's huge. Yeah, 9.1%. Um, and this is higher than economists had expected. Uh, they were expecting 8.8%. Uh, this is a sharp increase from last month. A lot of this has to do with energy and food prices. Uh, if we're looking at uh, core um, uh, CPI, you know, we're seeing uh, increases. Uh, but the main thing is, is where do, where do things go from here? Have we seen peak inflation? And that is what investors are trying to figure out. So that's why the move, uh, you know, kind of, is reflective of, you know, uh, in terms of markets, not seeing as much of a decline as we've seen before on kind of surprising higher inflation numbers, because they're seeing some improvement uh, that uh, inflation, you know, ex energy, ex food prices is showing still some improvement. It's a third uh, kind of slowdown in terms of third month um, in a row that we've seen a slowdown in uh, core CPI. So, so that's, again, something important that investors are looking at. Uh, that things are just not constantly increasing. And, and again, when we're looking at, you know, under the hood there, you know, from June to July, we're seeing the energy prices have declined. We're seeing the price of soybeans, corn, and all sorts of uh, commodities out there are coming down in price. So again, we're not seeing that in the inflation number yet, but we should begin to see that in the coming months. Okay. So you feel that really is going to have an impact. We just have to wait and see. Exactly. And, and unfortunately, wait and see is not what investors like to hear. Um, but again, when you're going through these kind of corrections or bear markets, right, it's really important to understand the information that's coming at us and, uh, and make decisions based on that. Because, you know, when you look at any bear market, it's still going to be, uh, you know, however long this, this lasts, uh, it's going to be a blip on your long term performance, you know, um, and, and the real impact over the coming months, maybe even the next year, uh, to me is also, it's it's quite uh, apparent in the housing market, the real estate market, uh, not just here in, in BC, but I think uh, in Canada, as well as in the US, we're going to see, uh, again, more volatility there as well. Okay, so that's still to come. But how do you think this higher interest rate is going to affect people's investments, like let's say real estate? 
Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at real estate, um, you know, on the buyer side, higher interest rates mean borrowing costs uh, are obviously going to increase, which uh, leads to lower disposable income. Um, you know, and also in terms of the banks, um, you know, uh, trying to figure out what you qualify for, uh, they're taking into account all of your cash flow and income and coming up with an amount. Well, what you could afford six months ago is very different from what you can afford today. And then on the seller side, again, when people are looking to sell real estate uh, in a rising interest rate environment, uh, you're going to see some headwinds, right? And you're going to see not as many buyers are out there. We're seeing that with sales declining uh, quite a bit here just in the lower mainland but now we're seeing prices decline as well and we're looking at you know there's some numbers out from February until even May and and now lower but like Maple Ridge down 15% Surrey down 14 Langley down 12 you know I mean that uh, is likely only going to get worse if you know rates continue to to rise and the next meeting for the Bank of Canada is on September 7th so it'll be interesting to see what they do then after this massive rate increase that we saw today. Okay, and what about the stock market? How does this affect those investments? Yeah, the stock market, again, you want to put your portfolio into perspective, right? Uh, a lot of the sell-off likely has happened. Um, the stock market prices things in uh, much more quickly than the real estate market does, that's for sure. And you want to make sure, again, what types of holdings you have in your portfolio. So even though no one's called a recession and whether this all leads to a recession is still to be seen, you want to prepare for slower growth, uh, a slower growth type environment. So again, having the needs type stocks in your portfolio versus the wants. And so again, what does that mean? Um, you know, having more staples, uh, telecommunications, uh, utility stocks, um, that's where we've geared the portfolios. Um, in terms of consumer and technology, I think that there could be a big bounce there in, you know, the coming months, whenever there is that catalyst of inflation actually going lower or the Fed kind of, you know, putting uh, the brakes onto their rate increases. But at this point, you just don't see that. Just remember, at some point, the markets will recover and, and life will go on, right? It's just we're right in the middle of the situation of, of inflation. And uh, again, uh, investors are trying to figure out if we've seen peak inflation, is this the month? Is this the read that it finally is peak inflation? And we'll see it uh, come down uh, for the remainder of the year. Again, we want to see that one catalyst before, again, we have cash on the sidelines and we'll put it back to work for, for clients and their portfolios. But we need to see that catalyst first. Okay, so what can we expect moving forward in this environment where interest rates are going up? Again, the cost of debt, the cost of borrowing is moving higher. And those with variable rate mortgages or, you know, HELOCs, a home equity line of credits, you got to figure out whether, um, if you have a way, whether you should be paying it off or not. And these are conversations that we're having with clients. Um, you know, if you have cash in the bank, then it might make sense to do that. But a lot of people who take home equity line of credits don't have a bunch of cash sitting in the bank. Otherwise, they would have used that first. Um, and so the second thought is, is, okay, well, should I be taking money out of my portfolio to be paying down some of my, some of my debt? And again, that's a real um, kind of individual conversation that you need to be having with a financial advisor. Because again, you want to make sure that your portfolio recovers as well. And if you're taking money out when markets are down, uh, then that could hurt your longer term performance too. So, so again, it's really that conversation. How much debt do you carry at this point? Are you able to, you know, on a monthly basis pay, uh, you, you know, pay for that debt? 
and uh, and what should you do going forward? And again, those who are looking to buy real estate and so on right now, don't be surprised if you're not able to uh, be approved for what you thought you could be a few months ago. And and in terms of home prices, um, you know, again, all else being equal, higher rates will likely mean right. a further slowdown in the real estate market. All right, Lori, thank you so much for that this morning. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Remember, you can contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI, or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.